Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. A pleasure to have you with me. Uh, my next guest is Rich Cocuzo from Sales Velocity Advisors. He's been with us before, and we've talked about uh, uh, several different topics. Uh, Rich uh, is a uh, uh, fractional sales leader, um, and he's the founder and president of Sales Velocity Advisors, where they help build and lead high-performance sales teams that deliver profitable revenue growth uh, for clients, and so what we're going to be talking about is is how to hire uh, and uh, why you should hire a fractional sales leader. Rich, thanks so much for coming on again today. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to join you on on the show. My pleasure, Rich. Uh, before we get into the uh, the subject of the day, um, can you just uh, share for listeners that might not have heard you before uh, a little bit about what you do and and why you do it? Sure. Um, thanks, Bill. Yes. So um, started a company, Sales Velocity Advisors, about a year and a half ago. And as you said, you know, we're focused on helping companies build and lead high-performance sales teams that produce profitable revenue results. Prior to that, I was with FedEx for about 30 years in a variety of sales and sales leadership roles, including VP of sales for about 17 years. So in uh, looking to make that pivot, in my early 50s and, and kind of surveying the, the business landscape in Southern California, I felt that I had uh, expertise and experience with sales and sales leadership that I could bring uh, to help small and, and uh, mid-market companies grow uh, in, in today's economy. So that's, uh, that's how I got to uh, where I am today from where I was. Not bad. And, you know, sales drives the company. So, uh, uh, a lot of people are are struggling. Uh, even though it's a good economy, they they think they should they could be doing better. Uh, and some companies that I work with, and I'm sure that you've seen out there, um, really uh, try to do it themselves a, a lot of the times. And uh, the owners are the chief salespeople, or maybe they have a sales person who's um, they're not, you know, lighting the world on fire. So uh, let's talk about why companies hire fractional sales leaders, Rich. Tell us, first of all, explain the, top, the, the title of that, the fractional sales leader, because some of our listeners might not be aware of what that is. Sure. Well, truth be told, I wasn't aware of what fractional or outsourced <laughs> uh, C-suite executives were a couple of years ago. And, you know, this really has exploded on the back end of the Great Recession. And you've got um, small and, and mid-sized companies that really have a leadership gap. Like you said, Bill, they've got a, an owner or a CEO 
that's great at what they do, which should be, you know, running the business and, and leading the charge from a strategic standpoint. However, you know, for within that company, looking at each of the functional areas, sales, marketing, operations, finance, et cetera, they typically have some level of frontline leadership, but they don't have anybody at that strategy level. So it's a very lonely place, you know, lonely at the top, right, for these owners mm-hmm. and CEOs trying to get to that next inflection point of growth. And, and that's really where a fractional leader, again, be it in any of those functional areas, one or more of those, can really um, be beneficial to the company. So, for example, in, in my case, I play in that traditional sales consulting uh, sandbox, right? I can come in, I can assess the current state, compare that to what it should be, make a recommendation, and if the client wants to take that recommendation and go implement on their own DIY, as you mentioned, have at it. In other cases, though, the client is looking for more than that. They're looking for you to implement the solution, or they're looking for, and or they're looking for you to come in and provide leadership for the team. And that's where I think I really excel based on my background and experience is coming in and leading that sales function. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't have an existing sales leader or sales leaders that are already within the company. In some cases, they do. And perhaps that sales leader, you know, was someone that's recently promoted and they really don't know anything about leading a sales team. They got promoted in many cases because they were the top performing rep right? So they get the next level up, they get a promotion, they make perhaps a little bit more money, but they know nothing about leading a sales team. So in in my case, whether there's a leader or not, I come in and I can um, stand beside that business owner, help them at an enterprise level, look at the current state, look at their brand, look at their value proposition, look at the competition and the marketplace, and then how does that relate to their sales strategy? And is that sales strategy producing the desired revenue growth? And like you mentioned, in some cases, Bill, they're growing, but they're not growing as fast as they could be, you know, based on that value prop that they're offering and the competition in the marketplace. So, you know, it could be a turnaround situation, you know, which is an obvious one, right? Hey, look, we're we're either flatlined or we're in decline. So then they're looking for help. Those are typically owners in need. Uh, but the effectiveness one, I, I'm seeing more of that. It sounds like you are too. We're in a really good economy. And if you're not growing, if you're not capitalizing on, on a strong value prop for your product or service, you're missing the mark. And there's definitely an opportunity here to come in, evaluate what you're currently doing, and then how can we help you accelerate profitable revenue growth? Uh, and then the last piece, Bill, from a fractional standpoint, I know this is the sandbox that that you really specialize in, you know, it's that business owner who, you know, was coming back from the meeting with a business broker or evaluation expert. And this business that I thought was worth 30 million is actually worth 20 at the current valuation. And and of course they're very upset about that because they don't want to sell it at 20. They want to sell at 30. And and so the choice, you know, the the decision point becomes if you're going to stay the course, how do you change that valuation? And, you know, a couple of ways, right? You, you grow top line revenue, you cut your bottom line expenses and you try to drive that profitability upwards. I mean, that's how you move your valuation number. And, and that's an area where, you know, fractional leadership, as you well know, Bill, um, really can play a significant role in helping you get to where you want to go. 
very good points. And, and it, it makes a lot of sense that there are a lot of, um, let's say, there are a lot of burnt-out um, long-term salespeople. This is what I hear a, a lot, is that, you know, my, my salesperson, love him or her, been doing it a long time, but they just don't have the fire in their belly that, that I need right mm-hmm. now. They're comfortable. And, and um, how do you, uh, you know, how do you, address something like that when someone who's been at the company a long time rich that is all, is just making a comfortable living and so they're just not pushing as hard as the owner wants do you just bring in competition do you have a pep talk do you put them under a microscope a little bit more with with a, <laughs> right. a, a crm of some type or a pipeline program what do you do yeah yeah, an excellent point. And, you know, there's a variety of prescriptive things that you can do. You know, for me, first things first, right? I really want to get a sense of the current team. And so assess the current team, right? And from an assessment standpoint, I think the most effective way to do it is is really from three different vantage points. And the first one is an objective assessment where you're actually using a tool like predictive index, which I like a lot and I use. And, and that Great goes program. to the heart of... Exactly. It goes to the heart of, um, you know, you identify that ideal candidate profile or maybe not ideal candidate, but that ideal salesperson profile, right? What, what is it that you're looking for? You know, do you want a pure hunter, somebody that is just going to go out there and bang on doors and grow bit, you know, business with a take no prisoners uh, attitude? You know, is that, if that's what you're looking for, or do you want somebody that, has some of those attributes, but is also going to maintain existing client relationships. So first things first, you need to know what is that ideal salesperson look like for your business. And then, and then secondly, um, assess your current team, right? Utilizing predictive index or some other assessment tool, if you prefer a different one. And how do they match up? Cause you know, when I find very often, Bill, it, it's not that they have bad people that are working for them. In many cases, they have somebody who's just in the wrong role. And, you know, they got there because they're the owner's son or it's the CEO's daughter or it's somebody's cousin or nephew or whatever. You know, very often with sales, it's like, well, you know, they have a good personality. They're engaging. People like them. So we put them in a sales role. Well, that's not a salesperson. That's a customer service rep. That's somebody to go have a beer with. You know, if you want somebody who's a pure hunter – you need someone with strong ego drive, somebody who's very competitive, who's driven, who's resilient because you're going to get a lot of no's when you're in sales. You want someone who's disciplined with their time and where they spend it and someone that's able to you know, move um, through the, the sales uh, cycle from, from prospect to client and then you know, ultimately right. onboarding. So, so you need somebody who can do those things. So anyway, objective assessments and then starting there. Uh, and then also doing a, um, you know, just more of a, a personal assessment. I, I like to sit down with the rep and, and get a sense for how they run their business. How do they manage their territory? I like to go out and make sales calls with them. I want to see, you know, how they engage with clients and prospects. So I, I do that. And then finally is, is really a performance assessment. I, I like to look at the last two years. How have they performed? If, if they do have KPIs in place and if there's a compensation plan uh, that's, that's already there, are they making their numbers? Are their activities driving the desired results? So, you know, if you, that to me gives you a holistic view of the rep. 
again, objective, um, looking at some of my predictive index, um, mm-hmm. subjective, which is, you know, me sitting down, spending time with the rep, and then reflective, where you're looking at past performance. When you do those three things, you have a good sense of that person is well-placed and they're coachable, or if perhaps they should be repurposed into a different role. And then, obviously, if it's a coaching situation, then you address it that way. If it's repurposing, uh, then you handle that as appropriate as well, and then ultimately you know, bring in new talent that, it, that does have a strong sales DNA, because that's what you need. You know, that's, and unfortunately, yeah. like you said, yeah. Bill, for many owners, it's, it's, it's easier to take the path of least resistance and stay with the, stick with the status quo. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's just uh, <clears throat> I think I think uh, in a lot of situations that I'm seeing as well, we have uh, family business owners, um, and they want to bring in a next generation leadership team, for instance. And the problem the problem is that the business supports having one owner, okay, but when you all of a sudden have a departing leader and a and an incoming leader, now you're supporting two. Uh, two income streams. You need to basically grow yourself out of that problem that you have, a cash flow problem. So you really need to focus on that. Or, like you said, a lot of business owners come away from their, their meeting with a business broker or M&A advisor dejected because their their valuation is too low. They need to grow that value. And the starting point that there is is to grow your sales, grow your revenues, and, and work from there. So when someone is in that situation... Um, Rich, uh, it, it makes perfect sense that they would hire someone like yourself to come in, and and not you know not hire a whole new team of people because that's going the wrong way. But but start with the um, what's the situation, what's the problem, uh, who are who are the players, what are the what's the market? Kind of create a whole um, a holistic view, if you will, of of the situation. And when you come in and do something like that, how long does it take to go from hey? Uh, Here's the problem to um, to seeing results from that solution. I know that can that can take quite a while sometimes, but how long does it take to get the basic framework put together in your experience? I think in terms of assessing the the issues and the opportunities, you should be able to do that within the first ninety days. Uh, and then here's the here's the critical piece of this, right? If you have an owner or CEO that is willing to change and will let you take the reins, I'm talking in perspective to sales, then that's when you can start moving down the road and, and implementing uh, standardized processes, performance expectations, CRM systems, coaching cadence, all those things that you need. And, and ultimately too, um, probably one of the most important things, a compensation plan that is reflective of the overall sales strategy, right? You know, you put in that infrastructure, and from there, you should see results, I would say, within six to nine months. You should start seeing the needle move definitely within the first, you know, after that first year. Uh, you should be well on your way uh, to revenue acceleration uh, and then, you know, plotting the path forward, you know, what, what does year two look like? One of the things that I do is I help owners actually build a sales forecast. It's shocking to me how many don't have it. They literally have no idea. You know, it's more aspirational goals. You know, what's your target for revenue um, for, you know, 2019, right? It's, it's aspirational. It's not pinned to any actual data or any type of pipeline visibility. 
And so, you know, when aspirations are great, but that's not probably the, the best way to run a business. Um, but I, I'd say in the situation that you described, Bill, you, you should see traction six to nine months for sure, and then you should see acceleration within, within 12 months. Uh, if you give that um, fractional sales leader the autonomy uh, to, to make the changes and implement the processes that you need to be successful. Excellent. Now, when I go into the doctor, they, they basically say, hey, we need you to do uh, some tests before you come in. So when, when right. you start with someone, you have what's what you call a sales assessment. And, and it looks mm-hmm. like you offer that, you'll offer that to our listeners at least uh, at, at no cost. What, what is that comprised of? What, what can listeners expect to get out of something like that? So um, it's an online sales assessment, take you about 20 minutes to complete, and it comes back with a really robust um, assessment or diagnostic, if you will, in four broad areas. It looks at your, your sales organization, it looks at your sales structure, it looks at sales analysis, and then it looks at sales management. Uh, and it will, you know, compares what you're doing, your current state, to what you should be doing, right, just best in class. And, and we'll um, give you a score relative to that in those four areas. And we'll also give you a roadmap on which areas you should address first in terms of the ones that have the, the most impact to your business, right? Fix this and things will be better. The nice thing about that is it's complimentary. You know, if, the, uh, if any of your listeners are interested in, in uh, completing it, I can send it to them. There's no obligation to utilize me. Uh, I think it will definitely give them a good read on their current state of sales and 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 point the way as far as what uh, areas need to be tackled if they want to see revenue growth acceleration. That's fantastic, and I think that's you know that's an area where uh, you can definitely um, start hit the ground running, listeners, with some type of an assessment that you can review, and then of course I would I would implore you to talk to Rich about the results and, and what you're looking at, because I've seen a lot of those assessment tools, Rich, there, if people, it's like the, this, uh, uh, I won't get into politics, never mind. Um, it, you know, it, they can be comp- very comprehensive and in the right hands, uh, you can, you can really help people pinpoint what their key objective areas are. And the whole point of using someone like you is, is to bring you in as needed for the the most direct results that they can they can look. I mean, it's it's high priority stuff, right? It's not just you're not there um, full time, kind of uh, slogging through day to day everything. You're coming in to uh, to be the the SWAT team to take care of things as they're needed. Rich, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? So uh, two ways, and they can do it via my website, and that's Rich at salesvelocityadvisors.com. Uh, they can do it through LinkedIn, just Rich Cacuzzo, or they can call me directly, 949-981-2161. And listeners, just for your reference, it's, it's Rich Cacuzzo, C-O-C-U-Z-Z-O, C-O-C-U-Z-Z-O. And, you know, you, you've uh, given us some great tips and information a couple times now, Rich, and I really appreciate it, and I hope our listeners will take advantage of your, your offer. Is that something that they can simply, uh, via your website, request or find your email address or give you a call and, and just request yeah. that free sales assessment? 
Absolutely. And, you know, and, and as you said, Bill, look, at the end of the day, sales and marketing own revenue. And it's like you, you mentioned going to the doctor. You know, we've all had that experience. You go to the doctor, you know, what does he tell you? Lose weight, change your diet, exercise more. You know you're going to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. The sales assessment, probably no different. I don't know that there's going to be tremendous insights they're going to glean. It's going to reinforce what they already know or validate what they already know. The question becomes, are they going to act on it? Because if you don't act on it, nothing is going to change. Very good point. And well taken. Uh, Rich, thank you once again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Great to talk with you, and I look forward to the next time we get to speak. Thanks so much, Bill. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 